Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hello, everybody. It's the... It's, is it just me? Do you know I'm going to tell you a secret, James Williams. Hello. Hello. Hi, Joe I'm Joe Elvin. I'm the host of this, whatever this is. I'm it's our podcast, Is It Just Me? Every time I go to introduce It's the New Podcast, I kind of want to say It's the Muppet Show. <laughs> and I stop myself every single time. So let's just get It's the Muppet Show out of the way. Okay. Now it's Is It Just Me? Podcast. I'm sort of rambling already because I'm, I'm actually quite nervous, everybody, because we've got some proper professional podcasters in today. It's Interpodcast Breeding. This is like the uh, yeah. G8 of podcasts, I think. Yeah. Yes. That's yeah. good, isn't Not it? Not that I'm like that. it at all. So they're waiting yeah, to be introduced. Yeah. Yeah, they're thinking if they're professional, they'd have introduced us by now. Not on this one. But it's the amazing uh, stars of Homo Sapiens podcast, Will Young and Chris Sweeney. Yay. Hello. Yay. Yeah, that's Thank good. You. Yeah, we'll put that in later. This is like when girls yeah. allowed you to be sugar babes, I reckon. That's how I'm... Oh I'm, my God. Don't oh. think. It's not that level, In I the think. middle. No, I'm not over-egging it. What I was really it called? Feel. Oh, was it, it, was, in the it middle, was, was a cover, wasn't it? No, it was a Rolling Stones <laughs> no, cover, no, wasn't it? Didn't they do, uh, Aerosmith. Walk this, yeah, walk this walk. Run DMC. Girls allowed yeah, and Sugar Babes, and they duetted together on a charity record, didn't they? That's, that, that's the vibe I'm getting well, from today. That today's. would not have been a harmonious <laughs> This one's meant no, to be harmonious. Yeah. Well, I think that's why it uh, that's why it, it was such a big deal, wasn't yeah. it? It's been like when Spice Girls and All Saints did that. Well, didn't they do a World Cup song together? We've really got off a girl band duet. Yeah. So with the gays now. <laughs> I like, I this this is a refreshing change. You're probably yeah. outnumbered, Joe. How are you feeling? <laughs> Well, you know, there's, there's, there's a lot of love in the room, there's a lot of testosterone you, in the room. Are you... There's a lot of noise. Suddenly we've got a drill. Yeah. We are backstage behind the, the curtain in Will Young's dressing room in the Piccadilly Theatre, where he's currently starring in Strictly Ballroom. We're hoping that vent's going to go soon. We're, <laughs> yes. we're hoping. But so, don't tell me about this because we I know about it. <laughs> we okay. are aware. Yeah. <laughs> so. We get lots of we have some complaints about sound on our podcast too. We've had some issues. We get told off for eating. Oh, really? Oh, do yeah. you? Because oh. I, we both eat a lot for some reason. I don't know why. Just, well, it's just growing, like we come together lads. and yeah. yeah, come together and chat and eat. Mm. Yeah, that's what you yeah. do. So tell us about your podcast. Chris came up with it. We both love Women's Hour, so he said, "What about doing a Women's Hour for LGBT from an LGBTQ plus perspective and do a podcast?" I like really 
wasn't massively au fait with podcasters and I didn't really know. Don't didn't don't listen to them. Still don't really listen to them. <laughs> I don't. I don't. But I absolutely love doing it. They are a lot of fun. Yeah, and so we did it in Chris's house. We just hit record on his phone and then it just sort of happened and it's just been wonderful. Well, I think that's, that's how most pod... We, we sort of started doing it as a bit of a laugh as well, you know, and suddenly people actually start listening to it and liking it yes. and responding. So it's quite amazing. Um, and it's maybe... It's just, it's just opened my eyes to a lot of things. I think just, like, people, I think, more and more want more and more things that are authentic. Um, you know, they Can't like... get more authentic than this vent. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> in the background this right vent now. I think we, we, we've just got that gold medal. Yeah. Well, yeah. we did one, one interview on our podcast was with John Grant... It was just Will and John in a restaurant where the room gradually got noisier and noisier. Oh my God. Uh, someone started like doing this, you know, coffee machines like this. Really, yes. <laughs> it was so noisy, and I say with fingers crossed, it was still the, like the favourite episode. People loved it because they loved what was being said because they had an amazing conversation. So oh, don't yeah. so don't moan about the vent, everybody. It's authentic. Yeah, we're giving you yeah. backstage theatre realness. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. in Will's decorated dressing room. Can we talk about that a little bit, just because it's so beautifully decorated? Well, it, I, I do, yeah, it's kind of, um, how was would you describe it, Chris? I'm sort of a bit lost for words. It's a junk shop. Judy, <laughs> it's Judy Dench goes to Morocco, is what I'm thinking. Oh, wow, um, that's fabulous. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's a, there's a lovely sort of like Moroccan-style rug on the floor. Yes, we've from got Morocco. A, we've got a sort of like a rustic-looking little wooden table that you might find in a souk somewhere. Rustic? Yeah, yeah. This is my yeah. grandmother's. Is got, it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, amazing. Yeah. You've got rollerblades. What do you rollerblade? I rollerblade in the show. Do you? Oh, yeah. I was going to say, you're not rollerblading to, to work. And back. No, but actually, no, those are my spare ones. Um, and some, but I almost stacked it the other day. And then some, next to them, some Vivian Westwood. I must admit, it, 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 it's in because I have seen Strictly Ballroom, and if you haven't seen it, I 1000% recommend it. It's just such fun, and it's so beautiful and brilliantly done. And, you know, I'm slightly biased because I am an Aussie, and it's. Well, no, but I feel mind. you'd be more critical, no, because, like, that's... No, I, I just adored it, and I saw it with my Aussie pal, Cathy, and we, we, we were bouncing out of the theatre, so you have to go and see it. But I was very tense in the role of Lady Bits, because yeah. I am thinking... He's going to stack it. And then there's, this, there, there's, there's like a half a percent of me think, oh, I'd like to see what happens if that does happen. Yes. But, no, um, me too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You'd go viral, Will. You'd definitely go viral. I'd I go think. viral and I'd go home, I think, <laughs> along with some of the audience. Like, because like, I would just, I head towards the audience and I don't know, I actually don't know how to stop on roller skates because I used to rollerblade a lot, but not roller skate. Right. And the stoppers are at a different, so the roller skates, <laughs> yes. the stoppers at the front. So the only way I know how to stop, I don't know if you noticed, but is just to turn in a circle. Yeah. <laughs> so I turn in a circle a lot, but if I get it wrong, I literally would just stack it straight into the audience and probably hurt someone. I think if yeah. you do that, you just have to get up and scream, that was part of it. <laughs> that would, yeah, just clamber back up. Maintain the Australian accent. Yeah, all the way through. <laughs> that was part of it. I, I, can't, I can't do an Australian accent as well as you can now. I, I feel it to, been here so long. to do it properly I have to really think about it now it's difficult when someone says talk in an Australian accent I find it very hard to do even though I'm not Australian because I have to I suddenly get conscious and have to really think about it was there anybody in particular that you listened to uh, yeah it was Peter Allen oh, yes. and um, who's uh, maybe not everyone would know both a very well-known Australian Cabaret singer, no? Oh, yes. And married to Liza Minnelli. Huge in the 70s. 
huge yeah. in the 70s. Um, portrayed by Hugh Jackman on stage. Yes. Can you believe oh. it? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. That was sort of Boy like from Hugh Jackman's yeah, big crossover into theatre. Yeah. 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 And then uh, Dame Edna. Was, so there was those <laughs> two. Yeah. Not Les Patterson. <laughs> oh, well, I, I did do Les Patterson. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. then that was when I was going to make him a lot darker. And uh, I don't think he, he is going to be that dark. I mean, Les Patterson's quite... You know. Well, I'm I'm bringing my daughter to see it again. I just thought it was absolutely oh, brilliant. Oh, good. Because how long are you in it for? Will? Two more months. Two more months. Yeah. Hence why you made yourself. Hence at home. why I've made myself so at home, and everyone does. So you, if you go through everyone's dressing rooms, you get a snippet of what their <laughs> home would look like. Mine does look like a junk shop. Um, <laughs> a Moroccan junk shop. A Moroccan junk shop. Yeah, it is great fun, and the people are lovely, and it's very funny. I mean, it really is. Well, funny. the film is so great. The, the source material is yeah. brilliant. So yeah. You know, you can't really go wrong, can you? Have you, you seen it, Chris? I haven't seen it. <laughs> I, I didn't, because, you know because you went so quiet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to ask. Back up there. I, I, well, I actually had tickets to see it. I was all booked. I yes. was outside the theatre and I called yes. Will. And, and said, I wasn't there. I'm, I'm, I was, how do I get back to find you afterwards? And he, <laughs> he picked up the phone and was like, hello. He was like, I'm just driving. And I was like, Back of my mind, I was like, I'm driving. <laughs> the show starts in a minute. And I thought, oh, well, maybe I've got that wrong. And then I went, anyway, so where do I find you or something? And you just went, oh, 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 oh. And I was like, what? 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 And he was like, I forgot to tell you I'm not on tonight. Yeah. <laughs> and you didn't go and see it without Will, out of spite. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm sure the understudy is wonderful. But uh, I was like, oh, I'll come back when you're yeah. on the next one. Well, it is a treat. But so how long, how often do you get to see each other then at the moment and do other stuff? Uh, we, see, we see each other a lot. Mm. Yeah. But um, podcast or not podcast or in town. It's nice having you in town because... Makes it easy. We had lunch the other day, didn't we? We had a power lunch. We had power lunch. We have, I mean, we talk, see, it's like, yeah, podcast or not, we'd be talking anyway. So we just happen to just yes. like record it. How do it. you guys find your guests? Do, people, do you find that people are actually approaching you more, or is it still about going out and finding people you really like? I wish. We <laughs> like, um, yeah. Michelle Obama <laughs> approached us. Of um, course. Uh, a duffel bag and a baseball bat. She's, she's yeah. doing the rounds that one. Yeah. She's asking us. Yeah. Yeah. So no. yawn, isn't it? Um, <laughs> she, uh, no, we we actually kind of don't really do people who are on a press tour because mm. I think. That means that then they're everywhere else. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and also, we just contact people we like, who we think are amazing and inspiring. So, yeah, there isn't really much of a method to it. We sit down and do like a long list of people, and then loads of people say no because they're busy and all the rest of it. And then, yeah, we kind of work it from there. And then people do contact us now, but often it's like not necessarily right. But yeah. It's been we, such a huge hit yeah. as well. People absolutely love it. Yeah, it's amazing. It has to. It has yeah, it has gone really well, and yeah. it's it's just um, it's just nothing but a pleasure to do because because and the thing the thing from from myself and well, I think for both of us is hearing back from people who are listening. Mm. You know, well, we, I always say this to people. You know, we love our listeners because they're so engaged, and I think it's because it's really intimate. You're literally in people's ears, and also, you know, it, it's equivalent, I think, to going to the cinema. You know, often. You watch TV, oh, right. you're distracted on your phone. Yeah. Whereas in the cinema, you are in the dark, you're there and you're watching the film. And I feel like podcasts are very similar. People are there and they're with you because, like I said, you're right in their ears. They can't really get away from you. Yeah. Yeah. And someone had, I got, I didn't get to tell you, I got a really nice message from someone yesterday saying, 
I've learned so much about um, the LGBT community and myself by listening to your podcast, your Chris's po- podcast, and yeah. I thought that was a really, really great. Oh, I don't know, it was just cool. lovely to hear that, yeah. that someone had learned a lot about himself yeah. as well. We get like five emails a day from people saying, this has changed my life. That's yeah. kind of extraordinary. Like, you know. And you're having fun doing it, and that's I think. But I think that's why people enjoy yeah. it. You know, it kind of feeds into it. Yeah, it's just it's just funny. I mean, we just we make each other laugh. So yeah. I just like, I mean, I, when I listen back to um, the episodes before it goes live, you know, we both listen back, and I do just sit and, and it's I do it in this dressing room, so I get them mm-hmm. sent and. Um, I'm getting ready and I just listen to it and I laugh it's yes. just like yes. I think anyone walking past me thinks my god there he is listening to himself again <laughs> <laughs> and laughing but it's yeah. funny that's the only downside about doing a podcast is having to get used to the sound of your own voice because obviously we spend most of us I mean, maybe you're different as a singer but you know, I think most people hate their voice yes. so they avoid listening to themselves whereas yes. once you've got a podcast you've got to listen back to it and actually make sure you've not said anything too bad or too absurd so you have to yeah. develop a bit of a tougher skin put up with your own voice that is quite a common thing isn't it people don't like people hate yeah. their voice I loathe my own voice and I'd like to apologise to everybody right now yeah oh, yeah. 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 yeah exactly yeah yeah <laughs> it's not um, stopping I know it, yeah. it's really not letting go no. it really wants to yeah. be the fifth wheel in that, this podcast yeah um well, if you haven't checked out Homo Sapiens, uh, guys, do check it out because I think if you enjoy our show, you'll definitely enjoy Chris and Will's show. It's it's really fantastic. And it's so, a real sort of like you. voice piece and representation for the LGBT community, which is wonderful. Whereas yeah. ours is more of a representation for the idiots. Yeah, not we're, uh, we're, 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 you're uh, the ying to our yang. Yeah, there yeah, is yeah. definitely a crossover. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm this one is of like, them. You know, for people with stupid problems like mine and James's. <laughs> Yeah. Like, this, is a, this is a real go-to place. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, we're, we're now going to drag you down to our level, I'm afraid. Yeah. It's time to sort of discuss oh. some very earth-shattering in the important issues. We were there already. Please, let's yeah. do it. Let's do it. <laughs> is it just me who doesn't speak to my neighbours? Yeah, no. You're a celebrity. That's what celebrities do, isn't it? <laughs> He's so aloof. He's no. changed since he got famous. No, I think I'm really interested in, in just concept of having neighbours because I like my neighbours but at the same time there's another part of me that hates anyone who I live who I live <laughs> next to and, it, and it, it's not fair it's not it's completely like unjustified my neighbours are very nice but I sort of like I don't want to get too attached to a neighbour well there's that uh, I, that's what it well, is I have post-traumatic neighbour disorder Uh-oh. in that I had the most horrendous neighbours a few years ago they were they were DJs I think mm-hmm. and they were not maligning all DJs but it was they would get home move all their equipment out of their van at like four in the morning shout scream at each other sometimes turn the music on sit out there having a few beers till six seven o'clock in the morning and this is three four nights a week so I was in tears a lot and then, and, then they, and then they just suddenly left again but this went on for about 18 months um, and so every time somebody new moves into where they lived I'm, my shoulders are up around my ears for about three weeks thinking what are they going to be like what are they? It, it, it's just that's yeah. quite that's serious though isn't it because yeah, like yeah. That, a friend of mine has, has had a bad experience with some neighbours mm. and gets very nervous um, that it will sort of come back yeah um, but those kind of things can be 
Because what can you do about that? Well, I think yeah. you're right. I think once you've had it, once you've been scarred, but I, funnily enough, I've had it on the receiving end. So I recently moved into my house 18 months ago and there's a woman there who is, and she eventually apologised to me because she kept shouting and complaining at me and I'm not a loud person. I'm not having parties. I'm not... Despite the loud voice. Despite the loud... It's just my loud annoying voice. And my love of techno. But it was like, but literally, at like 6.30 in the evening, she'd be shouting over the garden fence telling me to keep things down, you know? And and eventually I went round and cleared the air and she was a bit like, do you know what, I'm really, really sorry that we've had such a bad run of neighbours on either side of us before that I've probably been really oversensitive and I've taken it out on you and actually you're a great neighbour. So it is weird, but I mean, I kind of love my neighbourhood because everyone laughs when I say this, but my street has an email chain oh. <laughs> that everyone so, so emails each other. Are you itching? Yes. Are you, is that Does that make you tense? You? Yeah. yeah, so yeah. I joined one and then I left it the right <gasps> away. Chris, how could you do that? Because I was like, oh, no way. It's quite but, useful. I imagine... I imagine it is useful, yes. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong, when they start e- sending emails I'm, about, I've cooked too much pizza, does anybody want an extra slice? Yeah. That is a bit mundane. Well, it does now that's push. useful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but I'll be rounded. You don't want to miss that slice of pizza. No way. No. But I do kind of love my neighbour because they're really good, they're really shit hot on things like, you know, if one of the restaurants is trying to get a late alcohol licence, they all rally together or, you know, yeah. they stopped a McDonald's from opening down the road. So they're really quite politicised as well as the mundane fun, oh, like, bake-offs. We used to live in <laughs> We used to live in the same square. I just remembered this, and we had a residence association in the square, and they would they would like knock on my front door. The guy who ran it, who I know doesn't listen to podcasts, um, he would knock on my door and be like, "You're outside, lights on." Oh my god! And I was like, "No, I know, it's my house." Clunk. Like, oh no, that that's was, extreme. But well, he was really intense with you, wasn't he? He was really intense. Quite a few people always banging on the door. Yeah. In case you're one of those pop stars who's going to have your rowdy pop star parties. No, I think he was like, I don't know, there's just something, I just, I think it's about, and it's got nothing to do with being famous or not. It's like, my space is my space. I don't want to allow others, you know, where's the boundary? Like literally, oh, like absolutely. I know the physical boundaries. Yes. And, I just think, and, like, and the first time you let somebody drop in for a cup of tea, that's the boundary moved, and then yeah. they'll, they'll think they can do it all the time. And, and yeah, I hate all that. What yeah. do you do? And, and yeah. people commenting, like, I remember yeah. someone commenting once, like, when my garden was being done, and I remember thinking, one, it just wasn't very tactful. So I think, like, I would never make a comment saying, basically saying, I've been looking at your garden yeah. from my garden, from my bedroom window, because that's the only way I'd be able to look into a neighbour's garden. Yeah, that was actually think, me, though. Yeah, that was me. Well, yeah. But that's like, yeah. you know, those kind of things. Just make me go crazy. Well, no. I one of my very first flats in London. I was in, it was a studio flat and it had like a sleeping platform. Mm. So you basically climbed up a ladder to go to bed. So basically, what I'm basically saying is my actual bed was very close to the floor of the couple living above me, uh. who I can only imagine must have just had the misfortune of literally placing their bed directly over my bed. Mm. So when they had sex, it was like I was having sex with them. Because there was literally a space of about eight inches between me and them. Because oh I was literally so close to my ceiling and they were obviously quite... Like, come on, you I can mean, do it! that was it's proper like, yeah. testing of your, like... Because obviously I could never make eye contact with them, I, so it was I, I used to live below a single guy and every Thursday night, it was like, my husband and I, oh God, it's date night again. Every Thursday night. Wow. Every Thursday yeah. night. But here, I'm going to make you all really tense now, I can tell. In my street, um, once a year, we have a roving dinner party. <laughs> 
can, I, can I just say, all three of us just literally went, what? They all, they all my, my mother-in-law does this. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, I've had, sometimes I'm on dessert duty, and everybody yeah. in the street comes to my house for dessert. Sometimes I've done starters, and we go to everybody's different house, and it always finishes at um, the lovely people at number two who do a, a cheese and pork course. Ooh, what happens oh. if you don't like? What about the people you don't like? Um, <laughs> well, like, I just get, get so out. drunk. I love everybody. <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, get out of my house. Um, well, no, but, that, but that's the thing because the, you know everybody knows that there's an itinerary, oh. so they're only in your house for a little while. I do think I I actually kind of love my neighbours I kind of love the fact that there's a a residence committee there's a book club (laughs) there's a wine club there's a bake sale regularly there's a summer street party there's a Christmas tree decorating party and I and you're looking at me weird and I feel terrible because they always invite me because I'm obviously on the email chain and I very rarely take up the offer but I kind of love that they do it but I'm just not a good joiner in there in that sense I don't think Maybe I'm just the oldest one here, and it's just what happens when you get old. No, because I, I, I kind of wish that I was... I, I do wish that I was that person. Like, I think, like, hang on, what am I missing out on here? You know, like, this must be lovely. It's like my own sort of creating real roots in a place. Maybe, you know... It's also, do you think it's, te- it's a terribly sort of London inner city thing? Because I guess in the regions, and I mean, I know where I come from in Wales, everyone knows and talks to their neighbours. So do you think it's just in London, because no no one talks on the tube, no one makes eye contact on the tube. It's just an unspoken rule. So I guess, does that then spill over into the way you view your neighbours as well, I think? I I read this thing saying that we live in such denseness in cities that we we can't actually cope with it, so we just go silent on everybody. Because if you actually got into webbed with all the people in your block of flats, like you'd go crazy. You need so, somewhere that's a retreat. Yeah, yeah. 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 I don't like the idea of people knowing everything. So I, this is what it is. I don't like the idea of someone then going back and discussing my kitchen tiles. Well, the <laughs> thing you know is, I mean? I the last like time it, we did it, I just had my kitchen done. So that's exactly what I wanted everybody to do. <laughs> oh right, okay. <laughs> she was showing up. Kitchen. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's different. Because yeah. when you spent the money, you know, you you want it. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's, do you yeah. see where I'm coming from? That's a hot water tap here. over there, people. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> and so there is, have you been tap. to my kitchen? No. <laughs> yeah. But where, where do you live? Hooker. Yeah. I live southeast. Which bit? No, I'm not saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> They'll come and find you. Yeah. She's one of the neighbours this south. Yeah, I'm not that open to. Yeah. Yeah. Southeast. But London. I won't break them. Yeah. So, where are we at on this one then? I'm trying to make more it's of an effort with my neighbours. But I kind of think you have to respect people's boundaries. Quite, as you said, it's respecting boundaries. If you don't want to be a, you know, jolly neighbour that does all I those things. I do, do say hello. Yeah. But I feel like. I think it's probably best just to leave them. It's yeah. good to You're not know. roving dinner party yet, yet, are you? That's a big step. Oh, God. But I've got you down for puddings. <laughs> <laughs> Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. 
Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. occurred to me the other day because somebody was, was whinging about all the weddings they're going to this year and I realised I haven't been invited to one wedding and I felt a little bit sad um, because summer is synonymous with weddings Yes. Um, and then I got to thinking and this is going to be a really depressing thought I just wondered if I'm now at that stage of life where I'm kind of waiting for the second marriages to come around so basically everyone has done their first marriage and there's the inevitable they're going to probably break up some of them and then in about five years' time, I'll end up going to their second weddings. So I just think I've literally had the place now where everyone's kind of paired off. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, having said that, I do get quite anxious about weddings because I, I feel like they are like a ticking time bomb of things going wrong. As a guest, I mean, because oh. it's depending on the time of the wedding and how you pace the alcohol and not making a fool of yourself. They're long dates, aren't they? They are long days. Do you know, I've never had that glut of loads of weddings. Really? Everybody has. I went to I six. and drabs in that time. I went to six one year. Really? Yeah. But then I, I think I'm quite a good person as, as in like, I need to say no to more things. I, yeah, I feel like obliged to say yes. And I then realised after going to six weddings in one year and three of them I really wasn't that bothered about, I realised I now only go to weddings of people I genuinely know and love because mm. they're not cheap. No. You know, Mm-mm. to go and buy the outfit, stay the night in the hotel, you know, buy the gift. Yeah. So, you know. But, um, but it's funny, because I mean, I, we have to talk about the Royal Wedding, Joe. Well, I, I don't like I to mention the Royal you. Wedding. I want to grill you. But at the Royal Wedding, I mean, it was a long day. Cause I went to a viewing party, which started obviously at 11 in the morning. Should we just people... pretend that I went to the Royal Wedding? Yeah. You can <laughs> say you were there. You did the BBC coverage, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, and it was amazing. And how it was, was one of the best days of my life. Don't know what, I don't know what Megan was like, but yeah, <laughs> I, I had a fantastic time. Well, I met a girl the other day who actually hated the dress, which I don't understand. I loved I thought she looked amazing. Well, I'm afraid I've got no truck with um, slagging off any bride's dress yeah. as she's walking up the aisle. Yeah. I mean, come on. It's, you know, how much do you have to hate a dress, a beautiful yeah. white wedding dress to say, oh, I hate that. But is it as, any of our business anyway? Quite. She was happy with it. Yeah, I, and you know, I thought it was stunning. I was just baffled. I just thought he was so incredibly good. I just couldn't imagine anyone taking offence at him. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Just well, who's gone? Who hates it? This, oh, this girl yeah. I met. She went in on one saying how boring it was. It was it didn't fit her, and I was like, what? We'll be watching the same wedding. It was just really strange. She but, looked stunning. Yeah. And um, I, I still can't stop thinking about it. And I, I always tell myself I'm not the kind of person who gets that bothered about a royal wedding I'm not sort of like anti or pro royal really but um yeah I I, I really I have to accept I always get swept up in it and no more so than this year when I was supposed to be the person who knew 
what the dress designer was and to talk about all the fashion and all that. So you did call the you, dress. She was the first person to call the dress. I can't believe you were watching. I, I said <laughs> that I was hoping. I said to one of my friends, I was sort of hoping that no one's going to watch. Actually, no did one will watch, will they? Did you say? Did you say <laughs> what it was before? Well, I was every time I wasn't on air because they kept sort of like wheeling me in and out and read between other guests. And so like every spare second I wasn't on camera, I was obsessing over my phone. To the point where they said, Joe, you need to go and sit in the green room. And I basically snarled. My phone doesn't work down there. I'm not moving from here where my phone works. And I was just reading rumors, things. My husband was sending me media alerts about this and that. And and it was just the desperation to have something new to talk about. The next time I went in, I went, oh, I've just been reading Quick Claire Wake Keller. And Dermot said to me, where are you getting all this from? And I said, I could feel my face going red when I went, Twitter, like, you know, <laughs> felt like a moron. So when it was well, actually right. turned out to be right, I was like, oh god, that I can't even remember. It, it, it was suddenly a flurry of rumours. So I feel quite fraudulent because it was other people who uncovered the information, and I just went on television and went. Good reporting. Doesn't matter. Just the eighteen million people watch the peak audience. Of the Isn't BBC. that extraordinary? Eighteen yeah. million people. Yeah. I mean, if you'd known that at the time, you probably would. Oh been no! Well, I, I knew it was a lot. I'm, I'm, I don't get nervous about the idea of crowds. Yeah. I get nervous about looking like I know what I'm talking about. Yeah. And I'm more likely to get nervous in a very small group than I'm in a really big group. Yeah. It's something about being the intimacy of being able to see people's faces that mm. freaks me out way more than. You don't see all Wembley. Those. Yeah. Oh, you don't wow. see, you yeah. don't see 18 million viewers. Do you know? Do you? you must get that. Do you know what well, I mean? I always think like. TVs actually, I mean, there's what, how many people in a TV studio? Yeah, mm. that's it, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. You get to see them, but I think yeah, in, an intimate setting or gig was definitely more. Um, I don't know. It's just more powerful. It feels like yes. more jeopardy. I agree. Yeah. It's more what, personal. Yeah. And what do we like as wedding guests, chaps? Do we like weddings? Do we get? I, I get a bit nervous about weddings. How do you we feel? Well, about I'm weddings? not so good on the who was it mentioned the pacing, the alcohol. No, that's all. Um, that's why weddings should never it, start early. It's they a little the bit, afternoon affair. Let's be honest. It's a little bit boring, isn't it? After a while, once you've said hello to everyone you haven't seen for the last five years, there's nothing to do but drink. And, and, and wait and feed and, people yeah. they don't yeah. feed you enough that's what I find it's always go straight for the parents friends that's what I think go for the generation above you <laughs> and you have the best conversations <laughs> Start a top wedding find the auntie's table and stay there well it's, that reminds me actually I, I went to a wedding once and the bride's grandmother um, pulled me aside and started saying what a terrible choice of husband it was and <laughs> And it was amazing. actually amazing. Great. It was amazing. Yeah. yeah. They're still together, by the way. But yeah. yeah. So is anyone going to a wedding this year? No, Half I haven't been Royal asked to a wedding. See, I do like a wedding, but I don't. I don't like it if I don't really know the people, because then I feel like I feel like a bit of a fraudster, to be honest. Because I'm like. Well, I don't really know. I don't like that. My theory is as well is, yeah. you're actually doing them a favour, because I think a lot of brides and grooms, and, or grooms and grooms and brides and brides, feel obliged to invite, obviously, a, a much wider gang than they really want to invite. And it costs them a lot of money. So I always think, I'm actually doing you a favour, because you're basically saving yourself 50 quid a head on food. If, you know, if I say, no, I can't make it. Because like I said, I only now go to weddings of people I genuinely am close to. Because yes. I think, and the, my thing is speeches. Unless you're really, 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 oh. really funny. Yeah, don't do Which it. there are not masses of people. Oh, funny and a good orator. Mm. Otherwise, just keep it to five minutes. See, I was once at a wedding with an open mic. And they literally were oh, passing God. the mic. And it went on for about just an hour and a half. And, and with sort of like really obscure 
stories that only two people know about. Yeah, and, yeah, and all of that. And also, of, yeah. and it's always in that so, so, under those circumstances, it's always you had to be there. Yeah, you think they're telling you something really universally hilarious, and it's really not. Just know your audience. Yeah, yeah. have yeah. you yeah. done the whole best? Cool, we're so grumpy, aren't we? <laughs> Oh, oh no, I wasn't best. William man. was the he was the vicar at my wedding. Yeah. He married us. That's amazing. We, we got drunk. In the I mean, that's ultimate, isn't it? We ordained you should, ourselves. You should have done Harry on and the Well, <laughs> I did offer. Um, yes, we ordained. We ordained ourselves as priests mm. years ago in Cornwall. Why um, wouldn't you? And then when I got married, he did the service. Aww. William did the service. Were you nervous? Beautiful. That is gorgeous. No, because I quite like the attention. Because <laughs> um, I think when you go to a wedding, you've got to have a role. Yeah. Like so, like my friend was going to a wedding and his wife is a bridesmaid and I was like, brilliant! You are the husband of the bridesmaid. It's like that gives you a role. Yeah, you're in. You and I felt like I had a role, so I dressed. I dr- you know, it gave me everything. It gave me purpose. I dr- I knew what I was going to wear. It was going to be sort of something slightly Japanesey. I thought brilliant. You know, yeah. it's very clean. Who's the vicar? He's the one wearing Japanese. That's so amazing. You know, I'm feeling an online gallery coming on about celebs who are ordained or officiated at weddings. Because Adele did Alan Carr's, didn't she? Oh, well, there you go. You there see, you go. You There's a making of a gallery here. Will and, you, and Adele alone. There must have been others. Oh, They'll be up. Amazing. Mm. So maybe, because my 20th wedding anniversary is not that far away. <laughs> oh. Maybe you could do my vow renewal. Yes. She's not busy, yeah. Will. Can I wear Japanese? You can wear whatever the hell you like, as long as it comes with the rollerblades as well. <laughs> and, you accident- and I'll give you a list of people it's fine to knock over. Oh, go, yeah, I'll do that. Oh, gamely oh yeah, yeah. Thing. yeah. Um, no, it was actually quite amazing. The thing is, the Chris's wedding was like just a brilliant holiday. It was abroad, so, wasn't it? Yeah, so it didn't, it didn't yeah. feel like, I don't know, that just felt different. That felt Different. I'm saying so, that in a creepy way, I've stalked you on Instagram because my flatmate at the time went to your wedding. Paul McGee. Paul McGee, lovely Paul McGee. Don't mention oh. him, he doesn't listen to the podcast, he, d- he doesn't deserve mention. He doesn't like the notoriety. No. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He doesn't appreciate it. Yeah. He doesn't listen to yours either, by the way, so maybe we can do a, a double pronged attack and yeah. make him listen to both our podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> it was much fun. Yes. It was much, much, much fun. But also, I think it's clever because if you get married abroad, you automatically narrow the guest list because people yes. don't want to spend the money to go. Yeah, and the people who do come really want to be there. People, I tell you what, people love a wedding. At our wedding, I was like, people turned up, they, everyone was good news, no one was annoying or grumpy ever. They loved it, and they were up and partying from 10 in the morning till 4 in the morning every day. I would come down to the pool, and it would be like Copacabana. I was like, how are you all drinking? It's 10 o'clock. Let's go to bed. Fritz abroad. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I don't think I went to... One of, actually, our friend Claire got married in Italy and I went to her wedding. It was really small. It was like 39 people. Yeah, I wasn't invited to our friend Claire's <laughs> wedding. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Sorry, Claire. Our friend Claire. Um, but yeah. she, and her wedding planner in Italy, her Italian wedding planner, said she's never seen a wedding party drink the bar pretty much dry and then take whatever was left on the coach back with them. Amazing. It was carnage. It was full Amazing. on Brits abroad, you know. Are you still friends? <laughs> oh yeah. We love Claire. Yeah. yeah. I'm, you know, I, I'm, I'll be the bigger person. It's fine. <laughs> She's over yeah. it. But that is quite yeah. hard, like, because you have to have a cut off at some stage. Yeah. Don't you? You have to go like... Oh yeah. There's only so many people I can... I can and, and you know, and now I understand it? where I stand. I, 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 <laughs> yes. I know Is my she place. Coming to your vow renewal? Not now. Well, she's not. You know, that'll I'll have to take that under advisement. I think. Yeah. yeah. I think we announced it live on air. Yeah. Do we, <laughs> do we cry at weddings? Are, you, are we blubbers? 
I mean, I cried yeah. at the royal wedding. I what cried at the royal wedding. Say, Megan walking down solo got me. Yeah, all choked up. And that, and also that cellist. Doria, Doria made me cry. Um, just thinking, I just can never help thinking of Harry walking behind his mother's coffin, and so and oh, the God. juxtaposition of that, and suddenly he's at the happiest day mm. of his oh. life. It, it it killed me. It, well, I think it's at end. There were so many sort of gifts and memes weren't there but it was so true like everyone just kept saying you want to find somebody who looks at you the way Prince Harry looks at Meghan Markle because just the look on they to clearly honest, love each other so I much I look at Meghan Markle the way Harry looks at <laughs> Meghan Markle I mean she's just stunning right she yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah. I, I see so hearing you say about um, the walking by and the Harry walking by his coffee I, it makes me think I do quiet weddings when I know someone really well and I think of the good times and the tougher times the and then when I know that they found someone mm. that yeah. really loves them and they get a lot of happiness from them. That I sort of, I feel like I have a neighbour's flashback, you know, and I go through everything and I, <laughs> I think, you know what I mean? You angry Anderson. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I just sort of. Kylie and Jason, yeah. Yeah. Could and I. really drunk the Australian Kool-Aid. <laughs> He's very on brand, isn't he? Strictly. <laughs> but that's when I cry, because I think, oh gosh, that's quite, I'm really, I cry with sort of, yeah. Yeah. Well, Over lovely sentiment. listeners, if you're, if you're sat there thinking we're talking a load of nonsense, you disagree with everything we've said about weddings or anything else, do email you're us. You're wrong if you do. <laughs> yeah. Do email us. We love hearing from you. The uh, email address is isitjustmepodcast at gmail.com. Uh, feel free to suggest any topics as well for future episodes. Which is such a good name for a podcast. Yeah. Is it just is me? Is it just me? Well, what's a good job, really. You're on it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it is. Who came up with, the, who came up with it? Well, it was really bizarre. When we renamed it, because it had a different name originally, and then when we renamed it, we kind of both independently came up with it and sent it to each other. Yeah. It was kind really? of weird. And that's, that's when we kind of went, oh, that's it there. So there's a lawsuit. In yeah. There. And then somebody um, sent me a pair of underpants yesterday with it embroidered on them. Oh, yes. Thanks oh. for sending Joe the yeah. embroidered Is It Just yeah. Me knickers. From Stripe and Stamp. The merchandise yeah. dream starts here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Get on board the Homo sapiens <laughs> truck. Actually, is it just me who never takes photos anymore is a very pertinent one because I've just had my mum's 70th birthday. I didn't take any pictures. And why is that? Why? You were having too much fun. Were you living I? in the moment? Did you hire a photographer? <clears throat> no. Yeah. Schoolboy so error, Chris. I did yeah. take a couple of pictures, but I didn't. Taking a picture for me actually kind of ruins the moment, and but it is really nice to have them because I I don't know if you feel this, but with social media, like it's really lovely to have the memory. But sometimes I'm like, can everyone stop? Just God, have the memory, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, but, you know, well, actually, I mean, this isn't quite on subject, but going back to the royal wedding, um, a friend of mine <laughs> had a friend at a wedding in. France when the royal wedding was happening oh, yeah. and they sent, and they got sent a picture and it was the most depressing thing. if I had been my wedding I would have cried basically the congregation at this wedding were all watching the royal wedding on their phone see now that oh. is and, she, and there was a picture of all these people on their phone at somebody else's but wedding that, that, that is like, shitty yeah, yeah it is yeah. oh um, that's awful I know yeah. <laughs> do you know yeah. what makes me laugh that's though, really sad but yeah. going back to the royal wedding which I will not dwell on but <laughs> my mum technophobe complete technophobe 
apparently. We were driving somewhere on the day of the wedding. She's got her iPhone in the back of the car and she's found out how to watch the Royal Wedding on her iPhone. I was like, not such a technophobe all the time. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. she, well, she, she, like, she gets the bill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she needed to see that. She wasn't going to let it, anything stop yeah. her. Um, yeah. No, I, I, I feel bad because I'm, I'm terrible for taking pictures as well. And But I also now rely on, because I have some friends who are religious at taking pictures. So any life event, I know I've got certain friends. Actually, Robert... <laughs> Thing. Lovely Robert Hogg, my friend, he's always taking pictures and he always says, I'm never in any pictures but he's always taking yes. them. But it's really my, bad because it's so complacent. You're yeah. just relying on somebody yeah. else to do and I am bad. I need to make more of an effort to actually take pictures. But I'm with you. I get totally caught up in the moment and forget to do it. We've got a friend, Susan, who does a lot of taking pictures and if she's there, I'm like, this has been documented. Yeah. yeah, I never get them sent to me. But then I, I went to a dinner last night which was really lovely. It was um, a worky dinner but it was really beautifully done but I'm telling you the photographer that they hired did not stop taking pictures all night I was just like I wanted to say about half past ten babe you've got it yeah. it's like here's another shot of us all also, eating no one it's wants driving to, me crazy no one wants a chewing picture yeah. nobody looks good eating like even Angelina Jolie looks shocking when she's chewing like <laughs> nobody looks good eating do they bet she doesn't yeah you like taking pictures I do yeah and I think um well, I'm like you though. I, I've got a lot of, well, not like you. I've got a lot of dross on my phone because I I take pictures of like things that amuse me, like pictures or bits yeah. of graffiti or a cute dog, and think, oh, you know, if I'm bored later, I'll look through this and I might say something funny on Instagram. And then like weeks later, I go through my phone and think, what the hell is that? I don't yes. understand. Why did I take that? And I take a lot of pictures of magazine covers or. I'll be out and see colours on a billboard and think, oh, I must show the art director. I really like those colours. So I'm, I'm kind of always yeah. trying to make myself more visual in my job. Okay. But then significant events, I always forget. And in fact, I, I get slightly embarrassed. Again, the royal wedding. I thought, I can't not have pictures that I've done this. So I asked one of the people offset. I was really embarrassed to ask. I said, while I'm doing it, can you take some pictures? So I thought, and it, but it's rare for me to get over myself and ask things like that at, at these mm. things yeah. I think the, yeah, the good people I don't have that they, yeah. they just take pictures of everything yeah. I, I wish I was yeah. a bit more but like I that. wonder if it's like um, you're talking about taking photos of things that inspire you for your work yeah I, you know, being a director, it's the same, and I actually think that's kind of why I quite like switching off that part of my brain. Yeah, it's like say, I don't yeah. have to consider what this looks like. I can just. But I love that it's it. But you must yeah. be. I love that it hits me when I'm not walking around scanning like the Terminator for things that inspire me. But if you see something and it just hits your brain, yeah. and you're like, Ooh. Uh, yeah, it, yeah. I love doing that. Can I just yeah. say that you've got to beware the camera roll, the the automatic camera roll. Oh, so yeah. have you been burnt? I have by. You know, you're in these WhatsApp groups and obviously you have friends who send you horrific images of really questionable things. Yeah. But of course, I had that setting where anything I opened automatically oh. saved to my phone. Oh, yeah. So then if anybody looked through my phone, I've got all these really like dark, hideous, horrible things. What are the questionable things? Oh, you know, just like private parts or like, you know. Yeah. yeah. The, um, just wrong thing. Wrong thing. Yeah. Yeah. Someone, you have to be very careful. There's someone who will remain nameless who within this theatre company who comes up with the most extraordinary amount of disgusting videos <laughs> and photos yeah. that are clearly sent. I mean, they're like, 
They're quite funny. But who are the people that come up with them to begin with? Where do they find them? That's, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. But yeah, beware the WhatsApp camera roll, people. Yeah. I've been burned too many times with that one. <laughs> See, I don't <laughs> like taking pictures. Don't you? Why? No, because I'm. I made a choice to at any event, like just be like, I'm just going to enjoy it. Yeah. And not just. I don't need to. I don't need to. Yeah, I'll remember it. I can remember it in my brain. Well, we have you know, got like, this crazy phase, haven't we, where people are filming concerts and theatre shows. It's like, just watch it. Like, I when are you, and I, also, I always say to those people, when are you ever going to watch that back? I've never seen anyone watching like a gig on their phone. No, no but devil's advocate, in, in defence, I sometimes if I'm having a bit of a bleak period or a down day, one of the things I do that does cheer me up is look back through my camera roll Yes. Can I do that? Actually, the happy things that yeah. she think, oh yeah, that was good. Actually, come on, Elvin, your life's not so bad. Look what you did here. Look at you. Know what I mean, so I, I kind of yeah. use it for that. Actually, my friend Lee is very good. He he doesn't take pictures. He doesn't publish them anywhere. He doesn't put them on social media. He says they're just for him, and he and he, he must do what you do. Yeah. He just literally goes through them. And just yeah. We should do that. We have Will and I send each other photos the entire time of God knows what. And if you go into your messages, you can click on every media you've ever exchanged and it is like the most hilarious <laughs> like mood board I mean that could be a book it's basically <laughs> yeah. pictures of plants clothes dogs antiques antiques like it just, sounds like a and you coffee table book and you remember we're lusting after yeah like uh, <laughs> but mostly plants yeah and antiques. Like, but I love that and that's after, really yeah. nice yeah like, yes. that's a little memory yeah. stream that you wouldn't oh, have oh yes. yeah my friend sent me a picture of her toddler and his little mate the other day. She said, Here's the situation. They just decided to spontaneously take down their pants in the middle of the street and have a pee. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know that's yeah. That's stuff I love. That's why phones, I think, I think for, for those kind of things, for instantaneous um, everyday things, they can that I wouldn't have taken photos of if I'd had yeah. a camera. They are, they can, looking back on them, Yeah. they can, yeah. I, I can be really happy that I'm I sticking them. up for the iPhone, in this instance. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm with you. I think, yeah, you, yeah you've got one reaction that I do, I, I never do, I never go through my pictures to sort of remind myself of how fortunate I am. So, to I'm going to take, that's my takeaway from this yeah. podcast. Yeah. yeah, good. Not, I'm not a fan of an iPhone at a wedding though, um, but I, would be quite happy to use my iPhone to take a quick snap of my neighbours. <laughs> and that's a beautiful summary of everything we've talked to about today. Play, I see what you've done yeah. there, yeah. and yeah, I applaud you for it. Yeah. There, um, you go. Oh, there you go, guys. Thank you. Very much. Gosh, Thank I enjoyed you. this. Is it really warm in this room? Well, it's because we've covered oh, right. the fan now. Oh, yeah. Yes, the yes, tower. Yes, we, yeah. we, we can now release the extractor. Listen to the, the of the noise. Yeah, listen to It's all right. We're all going to have a shower now in your shower. Yeah. Don't, because I weird. Last one in, so what's in Now, listen to Look at the difference. You can tell. Although it is, it's already getting a lot cooler in here. <laughs> it is a lot cooler, isn't it? We really tried for you listeners. Yes. So um, we hope you heard, heard it. I really hope you stuck with us through the yeah. van. Uh, um, well, thank you. Nice. It was getting a bit close. Yeah. <laughs> thank you, Chris. Thank you, Will. Lovely thank to see you, you both. Uh, good luck with everything. Thank you. Uh, see you again soon. Thanks for listening, everyone. Bye-bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.